have finally reached the highest point in the chart, the most visible house, and any planet here is going to be like a crown atop your head. This house is called the Midheaven. I want to clarify that while this house is called the Midheaven, that doesn't necessarily mean that your actual Midheaven placement will be in the 10th house. It's totally normal for people to have their Midheaven in the 9th or 11th house. There is no planet that has its joy in the 10th house. Even though no planet has its joy here, this is still one of the angular houses and planets that are here are very influential. As always, remember to look at the ruler of the 10th house for further meaning and delineations. So if your 10th house is in Aquarius, then you'll want to see where Saturn is, the condition of Saturn, and any aspects being made to Saturn for more information about 10th house topics. Now let's get into the buzzwords that come to mind when I think about the 10th house. I think about occupation or purpose, public life, role, rank, and reputation, and then notoriety and honors. One of the big questions that people have, besides relationships and love life, when they're looking at a birth chart, is usually what their life purpose is or what their career is going to look like. I would say love life and career are two of the biggest <laughs> questions that people like have when they go to an astrologer. So the 10th house is going to be really important for looking at definitely career, life purpose, things like that. Before we get too into this, though, I want to say that the second house does deal with jobs, finances, and things we do that make money. Because you might be thinking, well, Delena, you said the second house has to do with like occupation and jobs, and it does. But I tend to see that house more as what keeps us secure and stable versus the 10th house, which is more of a life calling. And obviously, the two can be one and the same. Your job and your life calling can be the same thing. But for a lot of people, myself included, I think that oftentimes our life calling might not always line up with what we do to sustain ourselves in the physical world. This is something you sort of have to suss out for yourself because honestly, only you know what's in your heart and what your life calling is supposed to be. An astrologer isn't going to be able to tell you that. An astrologer doesn't know what you hold deep in your soul. They can help you uncover the clues and the signs via your birth chart, but they can't reveal what you know to be true in the depths of your heart. So with all that said, the second house does make a trine to the 10th house, which that means that any planets in the second house are generally really supporting the endeavors or the ambitions of the 10th house. The trine between these two houses makes it easy to see the connection between what someone might do for money and their public life. Again, not mutually exclusive, but oftentimes there's like a, a synergy between them in some way or another. If you're really confused or you can't really picture this, then don't worry. Our celebrity example has some second and 10th house trine action going on, so hopefully that'll clear it up a little bit. So this house really deals with our occupation or our life purpose. What is it that we're going to do with our lives? Do we even care? Some people aren't built 
to live a super high profile life and they actually prefer a more solitary, peaceful existence. And honestly, that's great. Your occupation or life purpose doesn't have to be this like earth shattering thing. Honestly, I think if people just focused on living a genuine life, their purpose would show itself much more readily if they honestly just focused on being a good, genuine person, then yeah, that would just come up a lot easier, I think, rather than pretending to be someone else or trying to be what other people think you should be. That's just my little advice on the 10th house. Be yourself and your life purpose will appear. Besides occupation and purpose, this house deals with your public persona in general. Are you even a public person? Oftentimes, if we have the majority of our planets below the horizon line, then we kind of like to keep to ourselves or we keep our public life and private life two very separate things. I will say that I am an example of this. And the reason being is that the majority of my planets are actually below the horizon line. But the master of my nativity, the lord of my nativity, and my pesky well-placed Jupiter is all above the horizon line. I have more to say on the whole Jupiter thing when we talk about the 11th house, but I am definitely someone who feels the push and pull of being a public figure and then also retaining some sense of privacy or not even being a public figure, like throwing it all away and just living a life of obscurity. But, you know, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to find, strike that balance. That's what I'm really trying to do is strike the balance between the two. If your midheaven is in opposition with planets below the horizon line, you're likely going to feel that same push and pull that I do. Public life is going to be a balancing act. But if you're someone who has a lot of planets above the horizon line, especially in the 10th, being out in the open is something you might be called to do whether you actually like it or not. It's something you're going to have to learn to be comfortable with because those placements in the 10th house are truly like a crown on your head. You either have to wear them proudly or you're going to be crushed by the weight of them because they're never being realized or played out in your life. You really need to kind of get used to whatever planets are in your 10th house and just kind of own them. So far, we've really focused on occupation and being a public figure. And you don't have to have any level of fame or notoriety to be in the public. Your 10th house also encompasses just who you are and what you're known for amongst your community or your group of friends. What role do you play in your community or your friend group? Have you achieved any sort of status or reputation amongst your circle of people? Role, rank, and reputation. Those are the three words that really stick out for me for this house. And you all know that I love alliteration, so of course I would love those three words. <laughs> but yes, role, rank, and reputation is deeply connected to this house. It's like, what buzz have you created for yourself? And how do people describe you when you're not around? That's what this house kind of reminds me of. What is it that you're known for? And how did you even get that reputation? You don't have to be famous to be well known because this could even be how does the company that you work for view you? Are you known as being the person that's super dependable and always comes through when they need somebody? Or are you known for being like the workplace clown, you know, like the silly workplace antics? 
This can even extend into your immediate community or I I don't want to say online community because that's more of the 11th, but I would just say like the people you physically know. Like, did you run for local office or have you had family members who have had a notable reputation? Having a family that has notoriety is also part of the 10th house. You can kind of be guilty by association when it comes to those two types of connections. So hopefully your family and friends have good (laughs) reputations. I always say that you're sort of like a reflection of the people that you hang out with or who you date. And unfortunately, sometimes your family, again, guilty by association with family, that just happens. It's human nature to be like, oh, that person hangs out with that group of people. They must be like this. And that's kind of what I see happen in the 10th house sometimes. The last thing I want to mention sort of continues off of the role, rank, and reputation, and that's honors and achievements. This could be your own achievements and honors, or it could be people who are close to you that are notable. I feel like when people have a lot of transits through their 10th house or they're in a 10th house perfection year, they tend to come into the fruits of their own endeavors or they're recognized for the work that they do. But honestly, just having well-placed planets in the 10th house is going to indicate someone who achieves high honors and awards or comes from a family that does. So let's recap what we've learned about the 10th house. It has to do with our occupation or our life calling. A lot of notable people will have a fairly active 10th house. And notable can mean anything from being super famous to just being a staple in your community. It gives us information about how we relate to our public image and our public life in general. It is also our role, our rank, and our reputation. The celebrity I chose this time was more so because of a particular aspect that they have to their midheaven placement in the 10th house. But if you decide you want to like, you know, look up more examples, You can go and you can comb through a bunch of celebrity charts and you'll see that a lot of them have their 10th house and usually also their 11th house. They're just like pretty well stacked and it's not hard to understand why after everything we've talked about. So if you have a lot of planets in the 10th house, it's really not hard to be seen or to be notable in some sort of way. People like Harrison Ford and Whoopi Goldberg also have a pretty packed 10th house. And they're both people who have had long-standing public careers. And again, those are just two that I know off the top of my head for some reason, because like their charts are kind of like burned into my mind. I don't know why, but there's also this like interesting quote from Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know if it's real or not, because you know, you never know what's real on the internet. But it's like this quote of Whoopi Goldberg talking about how she doesn't, she never wanted to get married because why would she want someone in her house? (laughs) And I just thought that was very funny because She does have a super packed 10th house, but it's also in Scorpio. So she's still very secretive about her private life. And even, you know, I don't know. It was just a really interesting quote. Made sense to me at the time. I mentioned it here. Take what you will from it. (laughs) Our 10th house celebrity is Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman has both benefics in the 10th house. So that's Venus and Jupiter. Jupiter is conjunct her midheaven, and her Venus is trine both her moon in the second house and Saturn in the sixth house. She has a day chart, so the greater benefic here is going to be Jupiter, but we'll see that she gets gifts from 
both Jupiter and Venus because both of them are in her 10th house and, you know, they're in Leo as well. She's just getting a lot of boons from the benefics. Her Jupiter is also in its own terms or bounds, whichever word you like to use for that. It's basically just saying that, yeah, her Jupiter is really well-placed and it does a lot for her. Nicole Kidman was actually born in Hawaii, which is something that I didn't know. She was born there while her parents were on some sort of educational school visa. And then at the age of four, they moved back to Australia, where she was raised for the duration of her life. She was encouraged from a very young age to pursue acting. And from all the sources that I could find, it definitely seems like she had a lot of family support. She was really encouraged to just pursue whatever she wanted, acting, ballet, anything like that. Her parents really seemed to support that for her. Her first film debut was in 1983. And after that, the roles just kind of kept coming in. And it was in 1989 that she was truly launched to fame and also international recognition for her role in a film called Deep Calm. After that film, her career was basically, you know, set in stone. She was praised for her acting abilities and also her notable beauty. Her career itself never really had any scandals or too many lulls. That was more a product of her love life and marriage to Tom Cruise and then Keith Urban's addiction battle. I would say those are the two big things that people, if they were going to like cast a shadow on Nicole Kidman, it would be those things but they weren't her either. So you can kind of see how the benefics, no matter what she's painted in like this nice light where, yes, bad things kind of happened that were public, but it wasn't ever really her doing so much. The public didn't really ever blame her. Nicole Kidman's list of achievements and awards is honestly so ridiculous. She's won the Academy Award for Best Actress, Golden Globe for Best Actress, a Primetime Emmy, and that's just like the very, very short list because the list truly goes on. In total, she's been nominated for 328 awards and won 107 of them. Not only is she an iconic actress, she's also been involved in philanthropy work, notably her work with disadvantaged children that got her a spot as a goodwill ambassador for UNICEF. She also raises awareness for breast cancer, as that's something that her mother battled with when she was younger. So that's really a cause that's kind of near and dear to her heart. Every single source, and I mean every source, like when I was looking up, you know, the biographies of Nicole Kidman, just like Nicole Kidman facts, Nicole Kidman this, that, when I was looking it up, every single source about her always mentions her striking beauty and her talent. She has this way of being beautiful that for some reason, the media doesn't overly sexualize. And she still gets taken seriously as an actress. And I know that's in part like her skill, like she's just a great fucking actress. I don't think anyone could look me dead in the eye and be like, Nicole Goodman's a bad actress. I'd be like, well, you're a liar. Because she's just a good actress. And she was never put down for being beautiful, which I know Some women just do. I know Scarlett Johansson gets overly sexualized, Megan Fox gets overly sexualized, and their acting abilities kind of fall to the wayside 
because of that. But that didn't happen to Nicole Kidman from what I can tell of her career and just all of the interviews and write-ups about her. She's praised for her beauty and her acting ability, period. It's clear that her Jupiter conjunct her midheaven played a large role in her career being as pronounced as it is. She was born to have a large impact, and she did that both professionally as an actress and personally in the causes that she took up and rallied for. A well-placed Jupiter would honestly go to waste if the person who has it didn't share their boons and their gifts, and Nicole Kidman did that. Her moon trine Venus aspect not only indicates her family support and good looks, but it also indicates that she had her heart in her work. The philanthropy she did and does are for causes that mean something to her personally, like how her mother had breast cancer and then she joined a campaign to raise money for that cause. She also raised awareness as an ambassador of the United Nations Development Fund for Women. She has just done so much and you can tell that it's all causes, Venus trying the moon, that just really speak to her. It's women, it's children, it's things that have affected her when she was younger, the breast cancer with her mom, all things like that. Her heart is really in her philanthropy work. Her Venus and its aspects seem to have indicated a lot of her more personal endeavors in her public life, what she was able to do with all that power and status. And her Jupiter indicated just her public life in general and how big it was going to be in the awards that would await her. Again, every source I've ever read about her has nothing but good things to say, not one bad thing. Nothing against her acting, her way of life, her looks, her skills, nothing. Her 10th house is truly benefic in nature, and luckily she was humble enough, despite it being in Leo, to accept the gifts while still finding a way to give back. So overall, Nicole Kidman is really just an example of what a really awesome 10th house looks like and also someone who is humble enough to handle the 10th house that gives so many gifts and does actually really great things with it and has a really great career. I don't know. I just, I do like Nicole Kidman and it's probably because she's so benefic and wonderful and you can't help but love her. You really can't. I don't think there's much you can hate on with her. If you have some like deep seated dark web, (laughs) like Nicole Kidman secrets, definitely tell me because I want to know. But from what I can find, Nicole Kidman is just great actress and well loved. And that's totally reflected in her 10th house and the aspects it's making and having both benefics there. And that, my babes, is the 10th house. It's the house we look to on our chart when we're having an existential crisis and wondering, what am I even on this planet for? It can tell us important information that can help us understand what our public life is going to be like or what type of environment we'd best thrive in when it comes to occupation or life calling. I definitely want you to remember that while the 10th house can tell us all this information, how you use it and how you mold it in real life is totally up to you. Think about what's in your heart when looking at the 10th house and you can't go wrong. And also, if you are someone that doesn't have your midheaven in the 10th house, then I would suggest looking at the 9th house or the 11th house. Wherever your midheaven is, that's where you should really look for your life calling. So look at your chart and really meditate with your 10th house or wherever your midheaven is and any placements or aspects within it. Ask yourself, do I feel called to live a more private 
or public life? Does my occupation have to be synonymous with my life calling? Or would I rather keep those things separate? Will doors open easily for me? Or am I going to have to really put the work in to open them myself? And finally, what does my role, rank, and reputation consist of? If you want more Moon content before the next episode, find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro. All right, my babes, I'll see you all later. Later.